0: Hi, welcome to Bird in the Hand, a bookish podcast featuring stories about life, book interests, and laughter. Look for our content requests on social media for future episodes.
1: I'm Kelsey. (gasps) I'm Sarah. And we are Bird in the Hand. Cheers. Boop, boot. Let's get on to this episode. Bird in the Hand. Bird in the Hand. Book Boyfriends is the theme of this episode. Mm. Pretty pumped about it? Yes. You know we all have book boyfriends.
0: Every single one of us. Multiple. Yeah. Multiple.
1: You all have read a book and thought, that is my man, no one else can have him. And when you're in a conversation with someone else about the book, you straight up claim ownership. That's what we all talk about today is our book boyfriends. Yes. Especially because if y'all need some recommendations, and there's the y'all. You're looking for we a little gotcha. romance in your life. <laughs> <laughs> tell me one of your book boyfriends.
0: Who is your Who's your number one? My number one is Rafe McCain. Ugh, I cannot yes. live without him. I, so I pulled it up because I want yes. to read a so quick I'm synopsis. Yeah. So ten years later, and the bad boy of the bunch has returned home. <sighs> Already, I'm like, you know, cream my in, pants. I'm in. For Welcome. record, I've
1: read this book. I borrowed it from her.
0: <sighs> so, She's appealing as ever, not even the lovely Regan Jones, the town's reserved antiques dealer, was immune to Rafe McCain. Reagan claimed her plans didn't include relationships with rebels, but her reaction to The Return of Rick McCade and His Sizzling Kisses yeah. said something quite different. No yeah, they did. I is just, this by Nora Roberts? It is yes. by Nora Roberts, and the it McCabe is. The McCade Brothers
1: is a whole series. It
0: is a There's series. It's, it's two books, and she released two brothers in each book.
1: They actually have their own single books. I think that's just how she combined them.
0: Because, Was that after the fact, though? Maybe. Because
1: I went to um, an app like the library app to check it mm. out, and each brother had their own
0: book. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Well, first I of guess. all, just start with Rafe Mcade yes. because he sets the tone for ben everything. Mulan. I love him and so also, yeah. much. I think I read that book in like. I think my tenth favorite grade.
1: Mcade brother though was uh, Shane, right? The, the youngest. youngest. Yeah, the farmer. <sighs>
0: He was he is pretty I mean all four of them for the record are totally adorable and the four yeah. of them together, the storyline is incredible. And kudos mm-hmm. to Nora Roberts, who we all know is an incredible writer. Yes. But I just love Rafe. Also the name. It's probably the name, the name, is the name great. itself. And then he's yes. got a scar in his face and he's yeah. got
1: all like he Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's up there for sure. But Whew. like Shane.
0: I don't know. Like he, I think he's like the hometown and like Yeah.
1: Just that farm I just Toss me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, who, who also, is yours? let If just say, Mom, maybe you don't listen to this episode. I love you. Maybe, maybe Bobby G. Bobby G. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't listen. Um, or Grandma. I don't know who else. Grandmother. Any. Full
0: disclaimer.
1: Yeah, the people in my life that don't want to hear me make crude comments about book boyfriends. Maybe.
0: And maybe you don't Men in
1: general. To just put it on mute. Just support me. <laughs>
0: Listen to it. Turn the volume down.
1: Just know what's going to go there. Right. I'm ready. All right. Karen Marie Moning, her Fever series. Okay. Uh, it's not a newer one. This is one I read, I want to say years ago, but she's just, she's coming out with newer books recently. Like, it's a long series. Okay. And then she also has the Highlander series, which is attached to it.
0: Oh, she's okay, so she's the Highlander author.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, but so from the Fever series, Barons.
0: Barons is my book. Tell me tell me more. Okay. Tell so me more.
1: You don't know what Barons is at first, but you know he's not human.
0: Okay. And like
1: Mac is such a strong character and you totally expect in the first book for it to be one of those where he's a jerk at first but then they fall in love. But that's not how that happens. Like, he almost acts like he's annoyed by her for a long time, but there's, like, these moments where there's, like, this push and pull where you know there's chemistry there. Hmm. But it just, like, she does such a great job of building it for so long. But then when they, so, when they do get together, Mac isn't in her right mind. Okay. And basically she's under this, like, fairy spell where all she wants to do is do it, and she has nothing, ne- like, literally her mind is blank other than sex. Like, that's it.
0: Okay. And So weird, this is how men feel all the time? Yeah,
1: I guess. Weird. But um Baron does her the honor of, you know, porking her till she gets her mind back.
0: Oh, good. Oh, yeah. good. What a gentleman. Yes, gentleman. Gentleman. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but so then you expect, like, that they're going to get together after that, because, like, crazy her is, like, into her, it. And her baser instincts, she, like, wants them. Right. And they are, like, together. But then, like, once she gets her mind back, she's like, whoa. Yeah. That's,
0: you
1: know, and takes, you know, so they take, she just, this author, Karen mounting does a fantastic job of, like, building this between Barons and Mac for multiple books. Hmm. And Barons is just so fucking hot and so powerful. So what and he does like, he
0: end up being? Because he's not human, right?
1: Like, Well, he's not fae either. So they don't. I don't really remember the name for it, but he can't be killed. He's, like, this original, like, beast creature that whenever he's killed, he goes back to the spot where he was, like, originally turned into this, like, beast. And, yeah, I... He's unkillable. Okay. An unkillable beast is how I'm going to put it. Okay. Um, Slash man. Very good-looking man. And he just, like he's so dominant and i'm very much attracted to dominant personalities mm. and also like like not that I don't want a guy to do nice things for me but i don't want a guy who's like kissing my ass doing nice things mm. i want it to be like the he left a cup of water on my nightstand without me asking cuz he thought it you know like just those quiet things where someone's quietly taking care of you and you don't realize it okay. that's the kind of i don't know like
0: that you
1: know like i don't need overtly mushy like <laughs> you know, like I just soft softness is not what I'm attracted to. Yeah, dominant, hard. I don't know personalities. So I'm Again, down. mom. Mom, please stop listening. Don't
0: listen. to this. <laughs>
1: oh, Bobby G. Bobby G. <laughs> stop listening. <Ooh. gasps>
0: it's one of my favorite
1: things. Yes. Um, and then let's see another book boyfriend. Have you read the Crave series by Tracy Wolf
0: no, I've okay. heard of Tracy Wolf, but I've not yeah. read the Crave series. So the Crave series.
1: Hudson. Hudson. He is... Uh, there's like a love triangle between him and his brother. Okay. And the girl. And, yeah. Team it's Hudson. It's a whole thing. Team, Hudson. team Hudson. Hudson. One of Tracy Wolf's, like, the next book in the series just came out, like, beginning of this month, and I've been dying to read it. Oh. I'm so freaking busy with everything. So, But once I get this book to editor. Yeah. I cannot wait to read more about freaking Hudson. Because nice. in the series, there's like four months where, so the chick gets locked in her gargoyle form for months with Dang. Hudson stuck in her mind. Oh. And that's where they fall in love. But they don't show that in the books. But apparently, the author wrote the book of that four months that's supposed to be coming out soon.
0: Oh. I
1: cannot wait to read those four months. Because like wow. she comes out of it. doesn't remember the four months oh wow yeah
0: but the memory but like of or the the feeling of being in love with this person is there
1: it's like so she has a boy her his brother is her boyfriend so when she comes out of her gargoyle form like she's technically still with him but like
0: all she can think about is the other well the brother it's a it's a thing
1: and so she ends up with hudson eventually Okay. So, oh, we also need to just spoiler alert this episode. Like, we're Oh, oh God, reasons. yeah. Yep. Like, at the beginning of the episode, you just say, spoiler alert. Yeah, we are not holding back from these discussions. Hopefully, you've read these books.
0: Well, last July, mm-hmm. uh, this, so this book came out in June of mm-hmm. last year. So I don't know how I came across the book. I don't remember if it was from Amanda that maybe mm-hmm. mentioned it. I don't, I don't know. But this is, um, I read Colonel Urges, which is the Queens and Monsters book two. Okay. But this, I didn't, I didn't realize at the time that there was multiple books. I just, Uh I came across this book. It's by J.T. Gessinger, which I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Geisinger, maybe? But, so this is... We try our hardest. This is the, the note. So, the devil has blue eyes, an Irish accent, and a hatred for me that runs deep. Yeah. I first read that, and I still remember getting like, you know, not like full body goosebumps, but I was like, like, oh... (laughs) Excuse me. So he blames me for starting a war, consorting with his enemies, getting his men killed. Though I'm innocent on all charges, he wants his pound of flesh. With an <laughs> with an eye on revenge, he makes me his captive, but we'll both soon discover there are more powerful urges than that for revenge. When the devil meets his match, but she's his sworn enemy, that's when the real war begins. Oh. Oh, so Declan, his name's Declan. That's which Agreed. And then you are s-
1: very much attracted to names specifically. Well that's
0: true. But he's also Irish, so like oh, yeah, that, that also Irish helps. men.
1: Yeah. Woo! I'm sorry, that Irish accent's my favorite. <sighs> when I wait, went to wait. Ireland, I can tell you I was
0: just like <sighs> Uh yeah. Yeah. Just talk hundred percent. You don't have
1: to do anything. I want to just wanna listen talk to
0: talk you me. speak. Yeah.
1: Just say my name.
0: So <laughs> the easy, so the Declan is an alpha man, right? Uh-huh. So and I'm gonna read this part just because it's hard for me like My blood pressure is rising thinking about him. Like, wow. So, it says that his alpha man is personified given the business he's in, and yet Sloane, which I love that name also, so maybe that's like a name thing. Sloane hung right with him. She was just so feisty, and that brought out even more of his hot alphaness. He totally dominated Sloane while worshipping her like a queen. But beyond his commanding ways, I love the conversation between these two where they essentially bared their souls to one another. That's almost hotter than under the covers time.
1: Hell yeah. You just yeah. like barren the souls. I'm gonna
0: show you the cover photo because it's worth it. Oh, pole. Yeah, that right there, that
1: cover makes me wanna read it. That
0: probably right the there. The importance
1: of cover art in marketing. And it's
0: terrible. The whole, like, you know, don't, don't judge a book by its cover. We I saw that cover really and I was do. like, that's my Our book now. That them. equals, that yes. is my life. He's got hand tattoos. He's got like this beautiful beard. He's got beautiful eyes. Like, dark hair. <sighs>
1: mysterious.
0: And an Irish accent. And his name is Declan. Stop it. Okay. I'm so, sweating.
1: What, okay. <laughs> when you talk like that, it reminds me of like Charlie's Angels. Remember uh, Dylan's ex boyfriend, the Irish guy? Oh, it was like in one. I forget which Charlie's Angels movie, but one of the Charlie's Angels movies where Drew Barrymore's character, her ex boyfriend, shows up. Just he's like Barrymore, an Irish anyway. gangster. Oh. Yeah. Um. Oh, I know he was the bad guy. Like, freaking Irish accent. Oh, had me. And, and also he was, like, freaking cut, like, six-pack from well,
0: hell. Let's let's go back to, like, Sons of Anarchy, and they've got the Irish characters that are coming in and out of there. I was drooling all over myself because, wow, you're beautiful. Like.
1: <laughs> and you could literally tell me I'm a dirty savage or something in that Irish accent. <laughs> I was going to say whore, but I'm <laughs> trying not to talk about myself that
0: way. <laughs> Even. I, I think know. if someone called me a dirty savage, I would be like, <laughs> "What? Like, why?"
1: <laughs> I was going to say whore, but I was trying to be nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what yeah, I'm I'm going <laughs> to screenshot yeah, this the one. photo of this book because I yes. like forgot about it until we're sitting here talking and I was like, "Oh my god." I'm looking at JT Gessinger's stuff. Mm-hmm. You know how there's that that um, book cover that like sticks out at you, uh-huh. every single one of his book covers. Oh. So like, imagine the one that I just sent you, mm-hmm. and then add like seven other books to it or eight mm-hmm. other books, just wow. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, now I'm thinking about getting a friggin' male actor to do my photos yeah. for uh, my book because yeah,
2: depends
0: on the genre. I mean, it's it's. Fiction, I don't know, romance. But yours
1: might be more contemporary fiction. I think I'm going to be rebranding mine as contemporary fiction. You think so? Yeah. What covers sell in contemporary fiction are very different from romance. Hmm. So if you're like, that's why I think I'm going to rebrand as contemporary fiction because it's been pointed out to me a couple of times that they, that mine is probably actually more contemporary fiction than romance. Huh. Okay. So another book boyfriend that I love from Blood and Ash by which i gave you that book so mm. hopefully you'll be reading it soon
0: i've heard amazing things mm-hmm. about it and mandy swears by it so yeah so definitely need to read castiel it castiel
1: is the obvious choice but kieran and he is not anyone's love interest other than mine probably i don't know he's a werewolf and you know i think for werewolves first of all
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's like the
1: best friend he's like the third wheel in this weird triangle and there was also one like sex scene where he was there to, like, keep the guy from going too far. Mm-hmm. Like, killing her because they're vampire-ish, fairy-ish, uh, they're beings. Okay. So he was there for, like, protection, but he was kind of, like, involved, not involved. I don't know. Hmm. I just kind of expected, like, a reverse harem moment, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> so right. I'm, like, I'm waiting
1: for it. I'm waiting for it, I think.
0: Huh. But, yeah. But there and there's how many books in that series? There's several, aren't there? So...
1: There's three that are out right now. One prequel, I believe there's only one prequel. And then the next book comes out, I want to say, like, really soon, like in March. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, book four The War of the Two Queens, I think that's what it's called. So, that's another book, Boyfriend. I already told you all about Lance Orion from uh, Zodiac Academy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I claim him. If you can't have him, he's mine. <laughs> I'll fight you for him. I'm gonna dye my okay. hair blue,
0: just so he won't want me more. Wow, it's dedication <gasps> to a fictional character. It
1: mm-hmm. It is because if I get thrown in a fictional world, that's the one I want to be thrown in, and I damn well will have blue hair for him. Mm hmm. And then, uh, oh, another one: Black Dagger Brotherhood.
0: You've talked about it before. Mm hmm. You love it. I do. I don't have the time. J.R. Ward these are books
1: also that i read like a long time ago some mm. of them like the fever series black dagger brotherhood all ones that i've read like way in the past so i'm trying to bring like old ones and new ones because mm. hopefully somebody's read something you
0: know i mean if you haven't read podcast. about rafe mccabe that's fine because he's mine <laughs> i'm letting you know
1: and then Avatar, that's another recent, like, one that everyone's reading by Sarah J Maas, that series. Okay. And I want to say Caspian. Mm.
0: Hmm.
1: He's a uh, Illyrian warrior with the sexy wings. Yeah.
0: I feel so behind. I have not read any of those. Not well, a single one.
1: I'm not done with it. Like, I'm not completely caught up in these series.
0: Mm.
1: Let me just caveat. Like, Zodiac Academy, I still have another book to read. Avatar, I still have another book to read series, like, I definitely have more books to read in these series. Like, I'm not completely caught up on any of them. I've just
0: started them. I mean, I'm looking at Black Dagger Brotherhood and there's a lot of them. (laughs) There are. But again, these covers are Mm -hmm. phenomenal. So it says, Black Dagger Brotherhood is an ongoing series of paranormal romance by J.R. Ward. series focuses on a society of vampire warriors who live together and defend their race against desold humans called lessers. Yes. First book was published in 2005. I did not know that. Which I wouldn't because I haven't been reading this, but, but this is yeah, pretty the, interesting. I want
1: to say the first books are my favorite because now there's so many characters that each book has multiple, like, storylines that they that she touches okay. on. Okay. I think it's difficult because there's, like, I want to say, like, seven or eight OGs. And then there's, like, second tier, like, B-team. Okay. And then now they're bringing in, like, student warriors oh, and writing stories about so them. So the story is evolving. Yes. Okay. And then there's, like, an Angel series spinoff, I believe. And now there's, like, oh. a Werewolf series spinoff. And so, like, the world of Black Tiger Brotherhood is growing. Sounds, like, exponentially. I'm, yeah, and I'm way behind. But, I mean, hell, I mean, she, she's got a good thing going. Agreed. I don't blame her for continuing to write it. Yeah, she's no She's got kidding. more story to tell. But yeah, I would say like the OGs. Those are my favorite books. Like if you read just the original, like Black Dagger Brotherhood brothers, and you'll know what I'm talking about once you start. Know we the talked series.
0: about it in a pre- prior episode yeah. where it was like the names are different. Um, yeah, like kind like of sins or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like,
1: like wrath, sadist, yep. fury, rage.
0: Okay. Very all those. cool. Vicious. Yeah, we've talked yeah, yeah, we talked about so, like, it in... Did we like, talk about it in Vampires vs. Werewolves? Yes. That's what so, it was. Yeah,
1: saying. all those names, those OGs, they're phenomenal. Which I would
0: probably like because I am team vampire. Yes. Like, at the end of the day, I would probably really like this, so... You
1: would definitely. They're, like, alphas, they're, like, over six foot tall, sexy warriors.
0: Love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. With accents, it seems. Like, I picture them with accents. I'm so it's, sure like, Lucifer. Just, yeah.
0: But as a vampire... I know we're not, I know we're talking about book boyfriends, mm-hmm. but I swear to God, Lucifer is.
1: Oh, no! We can
0: talk about just Ugh.
1: show boyfriends too. The
0: cutest man on the planet. Are you completely caught
1: up in that series?
0: No, where I don't are you have at? time to catch I know. up on anything. Where
1: are you at in that series?
0: Um, season three.
1: Okay, then I'm not going to talk about what I want to talk about. No, because you I'm can't. Because sure I at. actually want to watch it. I know it. I'm like. I think I'm in season four-ish. Okay. And yeah, so I don't want to talk about anything spoiler for you.
0: Yeah, I'm like mid season three.
1: But, okay We'll talk about this in the future when you guys have to catch up someday. because she has too many side hustles. I. For the record. Also, I'm wearing weird glasses. So if you guys see me pushing, for those watching the videos, see me pushing my glasses on my <laughs> face constantly. Because obviously you won't see me on the podcast.
0: <laughs> But people have good imagination. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: okay. So I had a blood vessel burst in this eye. Oh my God. Today. Like I woke up and my, I just, I've been having migraines the past few days. Oh no. And then like this morning I woke up and this whole right eye, like the side of it was just bright red and I could see a blood vessel had like burst. Oh so God. So I took my contacts out and I'm like, well, I'm wearing these today. And so I wore, because normally I wear my blue light lenses to help with migraines because I stare at the computer screen all day.
0: All day. Yes. Yep. That's so that what these bad boys are yeah. for because I was wondering but if these I needed are just to wear my
1: regular glasses and they, like, they're like, they're like loose on my face. I yeah. hate them. I hate wearing these.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Mine are the same one. I
1: could wear my blue light lenses all day, but these glasses, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just constantly pushing them up on my face and I can't put them on top of my head because they don't sit right there. Just so uncomfortable. Yeah, but this morning I woke up and it was just like a whole blood vessel had burst and I was
0: like, ooh, mm, I don't
1: know. This is Love like that. stress, like has just come to a head. Hey, you finished <laughs> this book, let your eye blow up now.
0: <laughs> We've been holding this in. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hand motions again. Can't. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right.
2: When we come home from a long day of teaching kids or laying pipe, we find a long list of responsibilities just waiting for us at home, like wrangling our kids or taking them to their activities, cooking a meal, doing the laundry, or just picking up everyone else's shit. And how do we decide to
0: use the minute amount of free time that we actually do have? We gave ourselves yet another job and we started a podcast.
2: We wanted a space where we could talk about the things we love, such as sports, movies, music, and our families.
0: And we also wanted a place to vent about the things that bother us, like our co-workers, or if our favorite team missed the playoffs in the last game of the season, or if McDonald's decides that they don't have any large lids, even though they're a huge company that should never have that problem. You know, when I think of the dynamic of our podcast, I think of myself as like the tough power forward like Owen Nolan, where you kind of remind me of a speed finesse type player like Patrick Marlowe.
2: I see what you're saying. When I look at our dynamic on the podcast, I see myself like Thierry Henry, smooth like butter on the pitch, ready to score that goal. And I see you like Zinedine Zidane, ready to headbutt any asshole that gets in your way. We talk about these topics and so much more on Level the Playing Field. Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: should read romance, they are literally a guide to what women want. Mm. Someone who is supportive and will take care of you, but gives you room to grow and to be you. Also, pretty telling what women want in the bedroom. I mean, yes, women have different tastes. Yes. But pay attention to what your wife, girlfriend, partner is reading. That's sure will tell out you there. The taste.
0: Rafe McCabe.
1: <laughs> like, look at the romance books they're reading. Maybe pick up a couple and read them. Even if it's not your thing. That's going to give you the general style of things that your partner is either, like, Enjoying. fantasizing about or mm-hmm. wants to, you know, like, really do in real life. So, yeah. Um, not everyone is into the dark kinks. We get that. But, you know, Willow Winters does that well. <laughs> Let me just gotcha. throw that out there. Gotcha. Um, oh, so Goodreads Best Boyfriends Book List. Let mm. me just throw that one out there.
0: I was looking at that earlier today. Okay. Yeah.
1: Beautiful Disaster by Jamie McGuire. I've not read that one. I've not heard not. of it. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. The oh. The Deal. Off Campus One by L. Kennedy. I'm 99% sure I've read this book because I saw the cover when I made this list. Okay. I have no idea what it's about. I can't remember. But I'm pretty sure I read it. Wait for You by Jennifer L. Armentrout.
0: Love her. I've heard of her. I've not read that. I've never, I've never read, read, read this her.
1: book. The Fault in Our Stars by John Green. Definitely Fantastic. read
0: that. Fantastic book sweet baby
1: jesus and i understand so why good. he's one of the best book boyfriends yes um, hopeless by colleen hoover
0: love colleen hoover
1: have, you have not read, not read that
0: yeah that sounds sounds wonderful divergent by veronica roth i would not i wouldn't have thought, picked that book but i mean i want to read it more on the dystopian level yeah, of it because we've had boyfriend. that conversation but book boyfriend like he treated her like ass At least from my, you know, my movie standpoint, because I've only seen the movie, but, like...
1: It's been a long time since I've read the book, and I've seen the movie since, so I probably wouldn't be able to separate the two right now. But, yeah, that one's at number six. Okay. Archer's Voice by Mia Sheridan. Not read that one. Nope. Uh, Origin by Jennifer L. Armantrout. Again, I'm pretty sure I've read this one. It's just been a long time.
0: I've heard the name again, Uh, but I have not... Based on the
1: cover, it looks very familiar. I've read so many books, like, meh. It's hard to keep (laughs) them. Dragon Ball. A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J Maas. So yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. You know,
1: that we've, we've talked about. We've talked about Rhysand and from before that, that series. Yes. Yes. Rhysand, and I'm saying it wrong probably. Obsidian by Jennifer L. Armentrout. She's really rocking this She's list.
0: crushing it. Yeah. yeah so, so shout out I've to you because you're Obsidian, in it to win
1: it. As far as I know. So yeah. I feel like I yeah. haven't read most of these best book boyfriends lists. So that's interesting.
0: Well, Fault in Our Stars, I can absolutely get behind. Yeah. That's. Well, I looked up a
1: why, because after reading that list, I was like, well, crap. Maybe I haven't read that many good book boyfriends. or Maybe that tells me what my taste is. Probably not the best book boyfriends. Maybe. Maybe that's more telling about me than anything. But then I went on a YA list of top book boyfriends, and there was like Vampire Academy, A Court of Mist and Fury. Got it. Lots of Vampire Academy, Six of Crows, uh, Kaz, Brecker. You've watched the show, Shadow
0: of nope. Bone? You have watched the show? No. On I, I It is on my list. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. All right, I
1: don't The know. Infernal Devices and the Immortal Instruments, I read way back in the day. Like, I'm talking, like, 2008, 2010s, that arena.
0: I think I started it yeah. way back, but I don't think I ever finished it. And then Throne of Glass,
1: which is also a Sarah J. amount. So, like, that, those, those, I was like, okay, I feel better. I've read. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I was looking at the the 2021 list mm-hmm. that's on for um, she reads romance books, uh-huh. and it's it's her recommendations. But uh, the Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood is on here. I guess the the book boyfriend is Adam. He takes the cake for the strong, silent book boyfriend whose oh. kindness sneaks up on you. Okay. Uh, and then the Finish Line by Kate Stewart and the Tobias. A lot of
1: her lately. Have Kate you? Stewart. Yeah, she's like all over book talk. So.
0: Oh, okay. Recently. So that's one of them. And then JT Gessinger. Mm -hmm. Declan. (laughs) Uh, And then there's Reese from Exposed by Kristen Callahan. So this, oh, oh, he is a world famous rock star who makes time for the important people in his life. Uh, After hearing what Brenna needs, he volunteers himself to satisfy her in any way that she requires it. See, maybe this is my book boyfriend. Yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe <laughs> this is like telling us about oh. our book boyfriend tastes. Like the the next bullet says, the man is a bassist and clearly has skills with his fingers. <laughs> That's the kind of book boyfriend I want. All right, so. well, putting that on my to br list. Yeah. Okay, got it. Oh. All right, well, any more book boyfriends you would
1: like
0: to discuss? Uh, no, ma'am, I am good to go. But for those of you that are listening. I do want to hear your book yes, boyfriends, your recommendations. I want to know. This podcast is um,
1: for the ladies, mostly probably.
0: Probably, but there are <clears throat> um,
1: gentlemen friends that are interested. in gentleman. Yeah, like
0: I, I would like to hear the input. But I, I will say that this podcast—I mean, the the book club that we're in—has forced me to read a little bit more than the last few years has allowed me to do. But now this podcast is having me
1: really step up really like
0: step up my game so i would like to read more but if you get a chance to hear any of the recommendations that we've had we also want to hear your feedback on those books like anything Um, we need to add to
1: our list yeah but also like we just like really want to say men should listen to this episode i'm I'm behind that yeah like please because also about the
0: next thing i'm going to talk about (laughs) i can't wait for this
1: okay so um, you know, we talked about men should, you know, read romance because it tells them what women want. Well, some men should not write romance. <laughs> um, I found an article called 25 Laughable Sex Scenes from Famous Male Novelists. Oh. And I'm not going to name the authors, like, call them out because I don't
0: want to It's kind of rude.
1: Yeah. But I am going to read the, some quotes and Sarah and I both are going to take turns reading yes. some quotes. I can't um, wait. Funny sex scenes written by male authors. Men just haven't. Some men, because I'm sure there are. There, I know there, there are, are some fabulous like men authors who do a great job yeah. nailing the romance genre. These nailing, not being the Nailing <laughs> the genre. Not, but uh, these are the ones that maybe missed. You know, just, yeah. just missed the missed the the, the that one. That, that. Missed, that. It. Yeah, it. Yeah. It. Missed,
0: missed it. It missed it. Yeah, they just didn't quite capture it, so.
1: The first one. She was amazed. Oh, also, for the love of Mom, before I continue, please, Bobby G, do not listen. Bobby G! Just stop. If you have listened thus far, anyone's mother or anyone that doesn't want to hear me read Badly Done Erotica, please discontinue. All right, here we go. Let me get in the right mindset to read.
0: Try not to laugh while you're reading yes. this because you're like actually focusing, so I'm like, sultry. Okay. I'm to go party. Okay. <laughs> you do you it.
2: Yeah, and I'm having a movie night with Harper and Jake.
0: You are? And I have two beds.
1: You, what? Okay, I, buddy. Go party. Present- go to bed. That was my three-year-old. I love him so much. <laughs> Last episode, my nine-year-old announced it's going to the bathroom. This time it's my three-year-old. I feel like
0: your house has a Apparently something We about all mom. just announce it. <laughs> walking. Do you do you do that no. and you just don't realize it? Actually, okay. Sometimes she's <laughs> like
1: action. Now that I think about this, sometimes I probably do just because I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom for the next five minutes for the love of Pete. Nobody fight, nobody die. Just give me five minutes of peace in the bathroom. So that definitely does happen, but it's not like, hey, gonna go drop a deuce. See y'all in a minute.
0: Like I don't do that. Well, but, but I mean they're clearly getting it from someone. Do you know I what I know. mean? I have no <laughs> idea. That's fantastic. Yeah, apparently it's a thing in my house. We just shut it up. So okay. all right,
1: let's try this again. Now I really gotta get back in
0: the I'm it starting was to get all so serious. I, like... I didn't even know he was there too. The door just went whoa.
1: Alright, so, the first one. She was amazed. It was like his penis had a telescoping action. The more she taunted and reviled it, the more it kept adding intermediate sections. It was like a subway improvement project.
0: <laughs> I uh... <laughs> What?
1: That's someone described a penis like a subway improvement project? I can't even. Like, but
0: you said telescope, and I was like, uh, because it extends? Yes. Is this like a uncircumcised yeah. man? Like, I don't
1: know. But it's a subway improvement project, Okay. So let like, the next
0: one. Good lord. Okay. I <laughs> know you gotta
1: really, like, hold it in to mm. get through these without laughing.
0: Oh, well, this is perfect for my story that I told you earlier today. Oh, I didn't even read Son it, Son of a bitch. The date. Hold on, let me... Let me get in cue here. <clears throat> the day had slipped down to a drowsy pulse located somewhere near her eyes. When she stretched she felt the jismic crust in her pubic hair speck oh. out.
1: Jismic <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> marlowe Okay. Okay, buddy. Okay. Jismic crust? <laughs> okay. Jismic. What does Jismic mean? Well, I can't even get through this. Hold on a second. Take a breath, okay, but what is Jismic? Oh. I'm mm-hmm. still trying to figure this
0: out. When she stretched, she felt the Jismic crust in her pubic hair speck out and crackle slightly. He whispered, Let's have a civilized final fuck and get out alive. Jismic
1: <laughs> <laughs> crust. <laughs>
0: Just don't, crust. I don't know, but that was painful to read. Right? Okay. Let's have a civilized final. Fu- this is what I imagine, like, bankers who have been bankers for like 30 years, and they're like, honey, let's have a civilized lay in our majestic quarters. Like, get the fuck out of here. That was not a cut down on bankers. Maybe you guys are freaks. I don't know, but that's what I imagine. Yeah. That was hard.
1: Right. To well, read it's about to get good for me too yes
0: right. I shoot hot bolts into
1: you Tanya I make your ovaries incandescent. Your Sylvester is a little jealous now. He feels something does he He feels the remnants of my big prick <laughs> I have set the shores a little wider. I have ironed out the wrinkles.
0: Oof. okay <laughs> ew! <laughs> wrinkles are there? You can't find it? Like even know what that all means. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I, incandescent ovaries? Uh, ovaries. Uh, what, is, what does it say before
1: that? I shoot hot bolts into you. For the you love of you. God, go to bed! I <laughs> be the, the must read okay, more. Well, the next one is Ernest Hemingway.
0: Okay? Oh... We said we weren't gonna call I these know, people out. and then I said
1: it because it's it's one of those quotes that's not overt right away, and then you know what's happening by the end. So, but I just thought because it was Ernest Hemingway that I was like, I definitely gonna read this one. Yeah. See,
0: oh my. it
1: starts off you don't know what the hell's happening, then you know. <laughs> oh lord. Okay. Get into your sultry.
0: I'm trying to figure out which which one which line is the guy and which line is the girl. So guy, guy, guy. Okay. So we start with the female. You lie, you always lie to me. There, there, there. No, you're the best. I'm old. You'll never be old. I've had that thing. That don't make no difference when a woman's any good. Go ahead, go ahead now. Put the stump there, hold it there, hold it, hold it now, hold it. (laughs) It feels like that episode of Friends where she's like seven, 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 seven.
1: It's not Friends. That's from the movie where she's with Steve. No, no, no. No, uh, that's Friends, homie. Is it Friends? That
0: is. I swear, there's not, That's the movie. Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston oh. sitting next to her. No,
1: and um, there's a movie with Jennifer Aniston in it where she's dating the guy who did Zoolander. What the hell's his name? Ben actor? Stiller. Yeah, where she dates Ben Stiller,
2: and he oh. yells
1: out like a number while he's having sex with her too.
0: Apparently, that's a funny oh thing. Oh my God! I that put your stump in there. <laughs> Okay! A (laughs) stump! A stump! I don't even. Why call it a stump? But remember what? This book was written in. Wait, it
1: makes sense. They're trying to be
0: a little. Little less less clandestine. (laughs) No. Clandestine. (laughs) Incandescent! (sighs) We need to. This episode needs to be called The Incandescent.
1: Mm. (laughs) You don't know. It's gonna get better. I'm gonna need another one of those in a second. Oh god. Oh, God, I just read the first line. <laughs> oh, God. Can't wait. Ooh, please hand me another twist of tea for this. Okay. Okay. Let me calm myself.
0: I need some
1: water. Okay, go to bed. Please. I love you. That was not
0: the one. That was so sultry. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Let's try this again. Ooh. All
1: right. Here we go. He feels like the flinched blubber a butcher <laughs> may trim from a choice fillet of Prime English beef. And as the song says, he has never felt this way before. This is completely new territory
0: for him. Fletched blubber? I don't know. What That's the... not... Ew. How is that erotic? What is this, Robin Williams? Get the fuck How out the of the here. What the fuck is Frenched
1: blubber? Oh, you I have know. so much fun with this next one. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> I, okay. I can't read it ahead because I won't be able to keep it together. I already can't. Mm
1: hmm. You just have to go and just like let yourself be surprised <laughs> as you read it. Okay.
0: If I glance downwards like so and retract my gut, I can see her Valentine card and the mysterious trail of her cleft, like the inside of a halved apple. Oh, ew. Now do you believe me? Wait. Here comes her hand, idling slantways down her Ten bucks of manicure on each fingertip. Why she seems to be, wow, Selena herself doesn't do that too often. And I bet not even Selena does it on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can see her <gasps> Valentine card. Her Valentine card. Is that supposed I to be V card? I literally
1: never heard any. Woman part referred to as a valentine part. Not before. to mention
0: her cleft is like the inside of a halved apple. What are there seeds in there? Like, I don't, I don't even well, know. Well, I guess there would yes, be there seeds. <laughs> Wait to pick that analogy apart, Sarah. Oh, jeez. I oh,
1: can't good. with that. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I need to stop looking at the her Yeah, line. you gotta stop. Whew. Okay. Then a groan a spasm, a wild, tortured look as if her face were under a mirror pounded by a hammer. "'Don't take it out yet,' she grunted. She lay there, her legs still slung around my neck, and the little flag inside her (laughs) began twitching and fluttering. "'God,' she said, "'I can't stop it.' My prick was still firm. It hung obedient on her wet lips, as though receiving the sacrament from a lascivious angel." She came again, like an accordion collapsing in a bag of milk. (laughs) What An accordion (laughs) collapsing in a bag of milk?
0: What? What does that mean? I am crying. An accordion collapsing in a bag of milk. What does that mean? What is that? Oh... God. Oh. That was rough. Uh-huh. Wow, well, you got a oh nice God. one. Let's go. Oh, my God! Stop. Stop. Stop having those reactions. Just give me the paper. Just stop it.
1: Okay. I'm just because <laughs> I was looking down at the next one. That's for me.
0: Oh, oh God, I can't. Okay. All right. This, this is two characters. I don't
1: think it is. I
0: think it's one. This was, oh, like, separate yeah, yeah. from
1: it. It's a oh, God, one. I read the last one. Yes. Part. see? Read the last
2: line, and you're like,
1: oh, oh, fuck, God. how am I going to get through this paragraph? And that's okay. you getting through it, not me. Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> that's not where
0: it starts. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, where is this right mind on that afternoon I came home from school to find my mother out of the house and our refrigerator stocked with a big purplish piece of raw liver? Oh, my God. Huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I believe that I have already confessed to the piece of liver that I bought in a butcher shop and banged behind a billboard on the way to a bar lesson. Well, I wish to make a clean breast of it, your holiness.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that she, it wasn't my first piece. My first piece I had in the privacy of my own home rolled around my cock in the bathroom at 33, and then it had again on the end of a fork at 35, along with the other members of that poor, innocent family of mine. So, now you know the worst thing I have ever done. I fucked my own family's dinner. <laughs>
1: read it in a serious voice. All right, here we go. She slid down around him, and his back arched convulsively. She rode him that way, impaling herself, slipping down on him again and again until they both had come, his orgasm flaring blue in a timeless space, a vastness like the Matrix, where the faces were shredded and blown away down hurricane corridors, and her inner thighs were strong and wet against his hips.
0: Like the Matrix? The Matrix! I don't even know what to say to that. Give me this. What does that mean? Like, who has sex? And, it's like, Ugh, and who says, I like mean, <clears throat> I understand the physics behind it, okay? Impaling herself. That sounds painful. But that's it's not sexy. Probably a stump. <laughs> <laughs> His orgasm flaring blue in a timeless, like, blue ball? So probably right? not
1: like an accordion in a bag of
0: milk. <laughs> Damn it! That's what I was oh, hoping I'm for. So and you know what? This guy didn't fuck his family's dinners. So like, <laughs> what are we eating? I will never eat steak without. I, at it weird. If we eat steak, I'm fucking cooking Next it because I know I I'm am. not having sex with the steak behind the butcher shop before Next it comes home. Thanks my
1: prime rib. All I'm gonna think about is that. Cool.
0: Oh my god! Where the faces were shredded and blown down hurricane corridors. What is it like throwing a hot dog down a hallway? Is I he calling her a whore? I don't like, really know. I don't. We're done with this. I <laughs> like. I we're, like, I,
1: we're, we're out. That's, I maybe. I'm, mm. whew, that's a lot. So yeah, um, there are some gentlemen that probably need to step up their game when it comes to writing erotica because an accordion in a
0: bag of milk is not a good analogy. I, I'm all. It's bothering me. The guy that fucked the sink. No. <laughs> is this? It can't be an erotica book, can it? Is it an erotica book? Is it a smut? Is or is it smut? I don't know because it's a book I've never
1: read. I'll let you look at the title.
0: Okay, I'm looking that shit up right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're trying
1: to be nice and not completely call anyone else out other than Ernest other than anyone. Ernest Hemingway, <laughs> which he is well loved. Nobody. We're not going to bring him down from that. That
0: is also a movie.
1: What the fuck? It is
0: also a the movie. The fucking
1: is a movie? Well, we're going to have to watch that, and we'll let
0: you all know how. And this book turned the author into a major celebrity, sparking a storm of conch. Hold on. Hold, please.
1: Okay, so we're just going to reveal this one, because everyone's going to want to know. So the steak, the prime rib quote, where you know he screws his family's dinner, is from Port
0: Port noise. Complaint by Philip Roth. So the success of this book turned Roth into a major celebrity, sparking a storm of controversy over its explicit and candid treatment of sexuality, including oh. detailed depictions of masturbation using various props, including a piece of liver. <laughs> the no- I can't. Yep, which we Ooh. read about already. The novel tells the humorous monologue of a lust-ridden, mother-addicted young Jewish bachelor who confesses to his psychoanalyst in intimate, shameful detail and coarse, abusive language. Many of its characteristics, such as comedic prose, themes of sexual desire, and sexual frustration, and a self-conscious literariness, went on to become Roth trademarks. It's on the list of 100 best English ni- language novels of the 20th century. Huh.
1: I am like... I'm kind and this of is at from, a loss for words for that. I don't, I don't even... Okay, what's the... I'm sorry. I think it was appropriately <clears throat> put on the list of... Laughable sex scenes from famous male novelists. The
0: film was in nineteen seventy two. I guarantee we can find it. Oh, I wanna watch this. I almost wanna seventy two? I almost wanna go they live made, and like watch made, it.
1: Like they made a film about an eye pork in a the piece novel of steak.
0: The novel was adapted into a film and directed by Ernest Lehman and starring Richard Benjamin and Karen Black. I don't
1: even know who those are. I don't really know. I mean I wasn't alive then, or even a thought, so My
0: mom was barely alive then. Oh, it was considered a prohibited import in Australia. Oh. Probably rightly so. The publication of the novel caused a major controversy in American public discourse. The two aspects that evoked such outrage were its explicit and candid treatment of sexuality and obscenities, including detailed depictions of masturbation, which was revolutionary in the late 1960s, and the irrelevant portrait of Jewish identity. It sparked an uproar in the Jewish community, even among well, new intellectuals such as Irving Howe and Diana Trilling.
1: That makes sense. They're probably a little offended that they get portrayed in the media. As oh, he sold the prime rib.
0: Oh, this is good. Roth had begun work on this book in 1967 before the publication of his novel "When She Was Good." The piece had its genesis in a satirical monologue Roth had written to accompany a slideshow proposed for inclusion in the risque review Oh, Calcutta, that would focus on the sexual organs of the rich and famous. When the slideshow would never come to for, or while the slideshow would never come to fruition, Roth found part of the accompanying monologue about masturbation salvageable. He refashioned the material for a novel and sold a chapter of the book entitled Whacking Off to the Partisan Review. Progress on the novel was slow because Roth was was suffering from writer's block relating to his ex-wife, Margaret Martinson, and the unpleasant prospect that any royalties generated by the novel would have to be split equally with her. In May 1968, Martinson was killed in a car crash in Central Park. Roth's writer's block lifted, and following Martinson's funeral, he traveled to the Yadda Literary Retreat to complete the manuscript. Wow! So his wife,
1: ex-wife, dies, and he's like, "Eh, I can finish writing now. Well, looks, I feel like like that's a little suspect. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, just a little.
1: Kind of like Princess Diana.
0: Uh, okay, I'm going to have to read this now. And we're going to have to watch the movie. Like, we're going to have to so have... <gasps> can we make this our book club movie this, night?
1: Can this be one... Oh, no, this could be one of those books you cannot believe are actually out there. Oh, so...
0: yes. Oh, we're going to have to. Yeah,
1: so we're just going to circle this. We don't forget, because holy hell, did we stumble upon a gem. A, a, gem, a gem. A diamond, diamond in, the in the rough. rough. A yeah.
0: Well, what do you say we sign off on this, bad boy?
1: So, thank you all for joining us about our discussions of book boyfriends and hopefully helping your real boyfriends in real life realize that they need to do better.
0: And male authors and possibly what not to do.
1: Yes, please do not write about an accordion and about a bag of milk. Or Or fucking a steak. Or incandescent ovaries. That's weird. I I'm very proud of my femininity and the fact that I can create life. There is a portal between my legs. But please don't refer to my ovaries as incandescent. That's weird. That's
0: <laughs> just fucking weird. I don't even I don't even have words for that. What do you say to that? Sarah, your ovaries. Oh square. no. Our oh my god. You know what we're going to do next year? Oh, we're going to come bad. up with Valentine's to oh, give to people.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Out and they're going to
1: say incandescent to You with the incandescent ovaries. Uh, What else did it say? I just. Oh my gosh. Where was that one? I don't even know. There's so many bad ones. Or the flinched
0: blubber of butcher. Or flinched blubber. Or what was? Put your stump in there. (coughs) Yeah.
1: Or I can see her Valentine card. The mysterious trail of her cleft, like the inside of a half apple.
0: What was the other one? The pubic hair. Oh, the jismic crust. The
1: jismic crust. I want you more than I want Jismic crust.
0: Oh, okay, and this is where I end Ugh. the episode. Thank you very, very much oh, for getting nauseous God. with us because oh, we God, are... Oh, was bad.
1: Okay, so yeah, please, for the love of Pete, take advice from the book boyfriends, not the bad male.
0: Or take advice that you don't write those things. Or yeah. write it in a satirical format. I don't know. For but... the love
1: of God, don't tell a woman about Jismic Crest. <laughs> like that's so gross sounding. It's just uh, ew. Or like 10 bucks of manicure on each fingertip? That's a little judgy. The, it's judgy, but that's not hot. Also, like, why like, is that Yeah, why is that an important detail? I'm sorry. sorry. I know
0: we keep trying to end this episode, but I'm just like looking it's at these at, quotes and I'm like what it's happened? Terrifying. Where you thought these were actually sexual, but also remnants of my big prick. That when when I call someone a prick or something yes, a prick, I'm calling them an asshole. Yeah. I don't. I'm not thinking about your penis. I'm thinking about <laughs> how much I want you to be in a car crash.
1: Or That's really terrible. S- don't say something like I shoot hot bolts into
0: you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay oh, so been amazing have a great night I hope you guys enjoy please comment with your maybe you've got book some boyfriends. bad book boyfriends or, yeah. but i want to hear the bad stuff
1: that you. oh yeah like cause... bad sex scenes oh my gosh if you have some bad just oh we, yeah we need we are in an upcoming episode we are going to be discussing some of the craziest most ridiculous funny whatever books that are out there. Yes. So please, like. So any we're adding
0: port noise, <laughs> yeah. whatever that is, to yeah. the list because we're gonna have to talk port about that. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, How to live with a huge penis is on there. Jack Douglas's book is on there. A couple so by yeah. Jack
0: Douglas. So yeah. So
1: if you all have some recommendations for books that you cannot believe are actual books, we would love to. Read
0: yes. So enjoy your evening. Enjoy your Wednesday. Yeah. Hope you guys have a great day. Make good choices. Romance your lady. Poor man. Correctly. <laughs> have a great night.
1: Thank you for joining us on Bird in the Hand. We had a blast tonight laughing and we hope you enjoyed it too. So if you have any content requests or any stories you want to tell us, we would love to hear them. Please reach out to us on social media or send us an email at birdinthehandpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great night, people.
0: Boop, boop. Yes!